Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts and cult leaders, Jordan Garcia. Right next to me, I have Armando Aviso here. And what do we usually do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, Jordan? Well, what we like to do is we like to get together and we like to watch films from the Criterion Collection. And then we like to bring a film that we believe belongs in the collection. And then we talk about it. We argue about it. We, you know, we, 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 maybe we agree about it. We don't know. It all depends. This is why you listen, so that you can find that out. And uh, we voted in, and it, maybe it gets in, maybe it doesn't. Uh, and today, it's a special episode because uh, it's our, you know, we, we've been on the road to the Oscars. It's been exhausting. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to get back into just regular episodes because everything in the Oscars is disgusting, and I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick of it. Yeah, the Oscars was a bummer, right? Yeah, it was, it was like, fucking stupid. <laughs> we didn't even watch Avatar for that. <laughs> they had to burn Tinseltown down. No, we literally like skipped a movie yeah. on the road to the Oscars. We just stopped in the middle of the road. <laughs> we didn't even. We just. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't bother to put gas. Anyway, we pretty much Thumb and Louise did at the end, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, which is hey. hey. Speaking of Thelma and Louise, um, we've got a very special guest here today who's bringing, uh, who's bringing the movies, who are bringing the, the pairing that we're talking about. We got Caesar, the big man from Film Slob. That's right. <laughs> Welcome, Caesar. The homie. He's been Thank on you. here before. He did yep. the Matrix episode. He's Hell got yeah. a few episodes on here. Um, we were actually on his uh, Kevin Smith retrospective. And uh, Caesar Gonzalez. Sorry, I, I mean I don't know. I, I like to say the full names. Yeah, you know because you know what I mean because mm-hmm. it just it feels more personable. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying. So, but I never know if everyone wants me because remember when we first started, people never wanted me to say anyway. Why? What would you say? No, but nobody wanted me to say their last names. Oh, like you know what I mean. Like it was just more like yeah. Don't catch me online. Yeah, like don't. <laughs> I don't want my coworker to know that I'm potting about film. <laughs> Which again, no, they can have it all. I'll give them my email. All right. Well, welcome back. Oh, and then yeah, we just and the last one we did with you was Children of Men. That was the last. Yes. Thing did, right? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And now, this time, we're talking about a new Criterion film that was just announced recently, uh, Thelma and Louise. You're bringing Thelma and Louise, and you paired it with True Romance. True Romance, which I'm surprised you have not talked about. That was like that was very surprising to me. It might, uh, I think it might have came up eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, Um, but you know, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about in the world of film, and uh, so first and foremost, though, we're going to talk about Thelma and Louise. Um, just uh, you know, two feminist feminist icons. Two feminists, sort of like me and Mondo. (laughs) Two femme fatales. (laughs) Uh, this is directed by this is directed by Ridley Scott, another famous feminist icon. Uh, in nineteen ninety one, Thelma and Louise. Uh, we're doing the Letterbox uh, uh, synopsis because we're trying to get sponsored by them. They refuse to uh, to do anything, even email me back, even block me. They refuse to just acknowledge me. <laughs> um, but their tagline is "Somebody said get a life, so they did." Stupidest thing ever. That's why I'm glad you're not sponsoring us. <laughs> but I don't think they write this. It's probably they probably just let somebody like a pro. Well, it's probably it's probably the film PR shit. Yeah, the the the, ta- ah, the film the ah, tagline. That I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any of that, guys. Come yeah, on. I'm All right. Mad. The it's it, this what it's what is it about? While it's on a short weekend getaway, Louis shoots a man who had tried to rape Thelma. Due to the incriminating circumstances, being women, they make a run for it, and thus a cross country chase ensues for two fugitives. Along the way, both women 
rediscover the strength of their friendship and surprising aspects of their personalities and self-strengths in the trying times. Very powerful stuff <laughs> from Letterboxd. I am moved. Um, who's in it, you're wondering? Susan Sarandon, Louise Sawyer, Gina Davis, Thelma Dickinson, Harvey Keitel, Investigator Hal Slocum. That's what? Who, <laughs> Slocum? What is that name? Uh, Michael Madsen. If that's what the movie's trying to do is... <laughs> Michael Madsen as Jimmy Lennox as James Dean's brother. Uh, Christopher McDonald as Daryl Dickinson. Brad Pitt's breakout role as JD, the man with no shirt. Shooter McGavin's uh, breakout role. And then the rest of those people. I mean, you all, you all know. But um, that's Thelma and Louise in a nutshell. So, guys, what do we think about Thelma and Louise? Caesar, I mean, you brought it. Yeah. I enjoy this Explain movie. Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first off, it's a Ridley Scott movie. Uh, it's, I think, uh, well, I wanted to pair these because they're both road movies. They're both Scott movies. Um, but I like this one specifically because it looks great. I really like the dynamic of the characters. Even though some of the movie doesn't hold up for me per se, I think like some of it's corny. We were talking before the episode, and Harvey Keitel's <laughs> accent is terrible. Uh, some of the music, I think, is pretty bad in this movie. But some of the performances, I think, are captivating. I think Gina Davis, especially in this movie, is like really good. Um, I do like Brad Pitt's part. I think that's just like watching like a movie star be born. Like doing that whole speech with the hairdryer. I don't know. It works for me. That like I'm sold on that, and I really do like watching like a movie star emerge like we were talking about Elvis recently which is like a like I just felt like like it's like the corniest fucking thing but it's like to see like a star be born you know what I mean yeah that I mean yeah that's true I mean Brad Pitt is really good in this he's very dynamic he's very uh you know he's just like he captures your attention yeah and um I so this was I mean this is a breakout role right I, I was I wasn't just saying that I guess so. I don't know <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's early on I, I was know. just gonna say was this before that or I after don't know that? But, but this seems like such a time capsule cool of world? what Brad Pitt was at that time yeah Cool World, yeah, but I don't think it was like I think this was that. I don't cool think it world did the same after, thing. Yeah. What was it after this? I think so. Okay, this might have been the first time we were introduced to his pecs yeah. in the way that we were, and and his abs, uh, in yeah. a, in a whole new way. His fucking rock, uh, in a very feminist way. Um, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know why I keep saying that because I'm not kidding. This is a feminist <laughs> film. No, yeah, it's uh, it, it very much is, or at least you know, at least the script is because it's written by a woman, right? Uh, I don't think it's it's not like a. Can we double check that? I think it is. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Is it? Yes, it is. It is. It, her name is um, uh, Kaylee or Callie Corey is oh, her okay. name, and she's the writer. Oh, and Corey K H O U R I. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, she she unfortunately didn't re- really write too much uh, after that, but um, yeah, because the man in Hollywood is bringing her down. Of course. Yeah, because they saw you know they saw the message in Thelma and Louise, and they're like, can you believe these women? Can you believe what these women are trying to do to us, us men? And uh, they won't let her do it anymore. Because it really is kind of funny. I was just thinking about that when I was watching it. Because I'd seen it before, you know, Mm -hmm. a long time ago. But watching it again last night, I was like, oh, I was like, that's pretty wild that there was, there's like a movie. Um, I mean, I guess it's not that wild. But it's just so like, uh, it it is very just like anti-men. In, in a lot of ways, and not in a bad way. I'm not trying to say like, oh, really? that's I it. didn't, I didn't think it was anti-men. I don't think so either. I thought it was pretty yeah. well balanced. Like, yeah, they're not like, like ever shitting on them, but they are like, 
I think they're just put down by certain things in life and men have happened to be one of them, but I never felt like they're like, Oh fuck men. Fuck this. Like, you know? Well, like, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you're right. You know, I, I guess you're right. But I just, I, I, I'm just saying like in a, I don't know. It just, it's just crazy that, that, that there was like kind of mainstream. Cause it's a pretty big film. Yeah. It's a pretty well popular film that had like a message like that where it's just like literally like where, cause Harvey Keitel, you're right. I guess Harvey Keitel is like the good guy who's literally just being like, don't you see what you've done to them? Like, I just see what you've like. They they were just women in these circumstances, and everything you do has led them to this. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, you took off your shirt, you took their money. Now they got to <laughs> rob banks. It's all because of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I guess that I guess it's not saying all men are bad, but I guess it is sort of saying that that like. I don't know. I uh, I, don't, yeah, I just I just never just got such, that. They're, they're just such they're... good. I, I don't know. They're just very like. They didn't like blame anyone for their problems. Uh, no, and, no, and that's I, kind of, I, I, that's I wouldn't kind say of a, that. I'm not saying that. That's what I mean. But that's by what I'm saying. Like, men, but yeah, not, yeah, they didn't blame anyone for anything besides themselves. Kind of like, like uh, Gina Davis's character, uh, Thel- Thelma. I don't know why I said that, but anyway, like you know, like her husband is like always trying to like keep her imprisoned, sort of, and she finally mm-hmm. breaks out. Yeah, but she knows that it's her fault for not ever like. You know, confronting him about it and being afraid of him. So, like, she never really blames him for what he's done, but maybe a little bit for herself. So she finally yeah. does, you know, when she starts doing things, she's like robs, robs the liquor store or um, what else does she do? Like, fuck Brad Pitt, you know, like yeah. she lets she really. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> you know, like she finally like lets go or like does what she wants. Oh, to Oh, she like, lets loose. Yeah, and she yeah. starts drinking wild turkey. And that's kind of my favorite part about it is that the arc is more about her taking accountability for herself and yeah. being liberated, um, and not about like men. Even though like she has a problem with men, that's not the that's her character flaw. Like she needs to get over the fact that she has bad judge of character, or she's she, also too trusting. Yeah, because like that guy it, yeah. pretty much drugged her. Yeah, and like you know she never. She never blames him for anything and for even like, you know, obviously trying to rape her and like, you know, say all this and just be like a, a horrible person at, at all, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like she just, you know, she gives people the benefit of the doubt and maybe she shouldn't sometimes. Yeah, she's definitely naive, but it's in a yeah. frustrating way. And yeah. I like the way that dynamic plays out between the both of them. Um, they do a lot of character stuff in the beginning, like Thelma, they're on the phone and Thelma keeps on taking bites of a chocolate bar she'll put it in the fridge Mm. she'll walk away from it and go right back and like so it's showing like this impulsiveness in her and like louise is like more well put together like she has her hair up and it's really neat and stuff like that so it like starts off with like yeah really fresh they mentioned that too even um when the waitress from the bar that they go to like she's like the one with the hair like the hair tied back like yeah she's like she seems like she would like louise seems like she'd be the wilder one yeah, you know, and she's but or at she's least that's not. what you wanted. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, she's, that's what I wanted when because I, she, you know, Sorry, she's I'm like sure. the woman that really like <laughs> seems stronger between like the both of them. Obviously, like, you know, the one the leader sort of. Yeah, but she's also the one that like maybe has more. Uh, what would you say? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, isn't you know she has like obviously a more well put together like uh, she's just more morals thoughtful. and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like. And not this wild person that I know. You kind of think maybe she would be, yeah. and then obviously Thelma kind of becomes more wilder one as the movie progresses. Right. Yeah. 
she obviously i mean and yeah because they're both not really wild yeah it's just gina davis uh, becomes like wilder as the movie goes on but you guys are right it isn't anti-men and i won't protest or write my congressman about it all right <laughs> thank you i won't tell my men's bowling league <laughs> not to watch it the meninist because i can't believe it. I, you know i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe my eyes yeah how dare these women speak to men like this in a film back in the 90s just kidding no but uh yeah so i okay Again, I wasn't Get your saying story that, straight. I wasn't, I wasn't saying that as like a negative thing. I was just saying I was surprised by it because it is. I don't know because you can just watch it as a movie that's just like a fun thing about like a like because it is kind of like a western, right? It's like a yeah yeah. It, it's like road a, movie. yeah, it's like an outlaw road movie. Yeah, they're just like two outlaws who just like got in like a situation. Which I honestly I really like that. Um, I, obviously, I don't really like that situation, the the the, the assault situation. You like the setup of but the I, story, but I like the setup of the fact that like. It's also in just si- a story and but a in, script. It's not No, no, but I'm saying but know. but in the situation of the the assault is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like how things like that happen and it's going to be hard for like police to like believe the women if there's no mm. sort of physical oh, yeah. evidence You're and not going to believe her story, Jordan. Well, no, but I'm saying they're just going to be like, "Well, you've been drinking with him all night, right?" Like they're not going to care, right? Yeah, they're like gonna, they're, they're well, like I, and, and because he doesn't sort of get to actually like you know what i mean like there's like they can't after they can't go to the cops after she shoots him yeah because there is no physical evidence on her that like suggests that that happened yeah it's a, it's a hard story to believe yes. but it's also and i, and I, like, I like that I, I just enjoyed that that was like uh such like a complicated a nuanced mm. setup where it wasn't just such a you know what i'm saying it wasn't like, black and white right it wasn't black and white and, and again not that like what he did is fine or whatever but i'm saying like in, in their situation they knew that like there is no way i can just go to a cop and just be like this is what happened yeah it's yeah. it's hard to say like what happened like yes. you know like the cops are obviously and cops you know just do that in general and that and and Louise is smart enough to know that that they're not going to mm-hmm. believe her story. They can't just go to the cops. And, well, and also, and she has like, her experience from Texas. Yeah, which, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She uh, that, that's why she knows that. Right. And you find out later why she like doesn't want to go through Texas or whatever, you know. And Harvey Keitel, and it's good that Harvey Keitel because obviously this is written from a woman's perspective or uh, written by a woman. I'm sorry. It is that right. so like Harvey Keitel would actually like be you know more of like the sensitive kind of like understanding a person's situation well, well, then uh, then right. most cops would just blame I mean, like it automatically actually being a detective yeah exactly actually, like and not looking just trying to clues. pinpoint yes a, and not just be like oh we just need to cuff somebody yeah like actually be like oh damn we like, just need to shut this case yeah, closed and like yeah be, like go on with their lives what is the situation of these two women yeah what are they going through why has it escalated to this yeah. like who you know what i mean like all those things where most people mm-hmm. are just like oh these two broads just shot someone in the parking lot. We got to arrest them. Yeah. There then, is no, you know what I mean? And then even when they finally get the, the phone tap and they know where they're at, their location, he's like, you know, I don't want this to be, uh, you know, you know how, like how things go, like everything gets heated, like, you know, people's heads get shot off or how I, he says it's so, so, like a certain way, but you know, he like knows all these things and, and that's, yeah. he's all people's that's, heads are falling. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of confused about why he is so sympathetic toward them too. That was one of the confusing parts to me because they don't really explain that. Do it. Is he just like a sympathetic person? He might just I be, so. yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, well, he might just be a detective, you know? Yeah. Like, I was yeah. just going to say, like, he might he just be someone hear... who's just really trying to like find the clues and figure it yeah. out. As and opposed he, to, and yeah. he hasn't heard their story. And yeah. also he know well, the, the interrogation when they get Brad Pitt, yeah, you know? like he oh. already kind of knows, like, oh, it's this guy's fault. Like, you don't, you think he would have, they would have, 
she would have robbed that store if you hadn't stolen all their money. Mm. Like he's already is kind of sympathetic. He's like that the whole time. He's yeah. never like a man interested in yeah. the truth. Yeah. And yeah. and even in the beginning when he's talking to the um the waitress from the bar, like you know, he's he never he just asking the same questions what cops do, but that that waitress is never she never changes his story and she sounds like smarter than uh you know, like a witness kind of would, you uh-huh. know. Like it's like just one of those things. It's just well written and a little more. Well, but I, yeah, I was just gonna say like um, also everything rolls off everyone's tongue very well. Like all the stuff that they say, like the banter between like Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis, yeah, is like they're they're just like so good at like having that kind of like yeah, you, they just feel like they're friends who are just saying these yeah. things, and that's the way. Like that's their that's how their um connection is to each other they just have that like way of speaking to each other yeah there's a really natural dynamic between them like it the movie sells itself very easily and as you like you were discussing the setup of it and then at the club that moment when she says like everyone saw you dancing with him all night they're not going to believe you like that's just like objectively true for like anyone like everyone watching the movie like knows what that means no matter who you are no matter how you feel about these characters like yeah yeah. everyone knows that's true even though you could know that things can turn sour very quickly too yeah, you know yeah. but uh, like yeah everyone's like first instinct is like oh she was dancing with him all night yeah. she was up on him like you yes. know like it's it's always like blame this and that yeah you know? which is like a, they sell the setup like right yeah. away you, you know like there's no way they can turn themselves in or t- like and, discuss this right and also she even says like oh like just like oh it's self-defense she's like we had gotten away and i still shot him mm-hmm. you know what i mean like she knew yeah she yeah. knew that there was like he didn't run after like he just said, he just called him a bit, called her a bitch, right? Yeah, got heated. Like well, he said to yeah. suck his cock. Or oh, there like, you I go. Yeah. Fucked yeah. Her. yeah, yeah, you know, some dumb shit. Things. Yeah, and so she like shot him for that. Like, whereas like, yeah, they were fine. They could have gotten away. And a cop would like say that. Yeah. A cop's not gonna be like, nah, like that's cool that you shot him. <laughs> like, he's I a get fucking, it. He deserved it because <laughs> again, him. like it's just like even like the woman that they like that Harvey Keitel interviews the waitress. She's like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm I don't know who shot this fool." There's a bunch of people who would line up to that's, shoot yeah. this fool. That's funny because you know I mean? because later, like when we talk about true romance, there's that whole thing. He's like, "You think a cop is gonna care about some pimp?" Yeah, and, you know, like Elvis. Yeah, which is you know it it yeah I mean and that's true. true. Like I believe that too. Like you think a cop's gonna care about a woman? No, they most of most of them are beating them at home. Yeah. So why would they care about one that's getting beat or getting abused? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Because most of them are going to like turn to the fact of like, well, why don't you just leave? Or why are you with him? Why have yeah. you? Why would you? Why were you with them all night? Or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just that's like most men in the hierarchy or the patriarchy are like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just going to be like, well, you went up there. You did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're not going to, like, see it as, like, that the, the men did anything wrong. It's yeah. always going to be that the, well, yeah, the women made the, the choice. On the women. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, this is, like, a really good movie uh, that expresses that in, in, in a very, like, it's not like um, like a, that, that movie She Said, right? Which is about the Harvey Weinstein oh. like, scandal and stuff like that, which yeah. is very, like, very self-serious, very much just, like, every moment is just like, what? <sighs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. dun dun. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, Very important. Yeah. And it's trying to, to to still convey that message of that, right? Like, that, that people, in, that men in power are going to keep women quiet and stuff like that. Whereas I think Thelma and Louise is actually a more, uh, just a, an actual, a better representation, uh, of, representation kind of, all of, that. of that that shows that, especially women, and, and also the idea of like women just like loving 
themselves and like each other you know what i mean it's kind of yeah. got like a bit of like a bit of a like a uh you know a, a, as this friendship like obviously that they're not, not necessarily friendship but also just in any way and i'm not even saying that in like a you know what I'm, saying? I'm just saying like in any way they could just love each other however they want you know yeah. what i'm saying like there is no you don't need men for that like a free expression. you know what i'm saying yes free expression it's just like um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there that I think is more <laughs> a lot of things going on. I mean, but I'm not a woman, so I don't. You know what I'm saying? So well, I know. It's not, yeah, but, but I, I'm just I didn't going say by. You were a woman. But, but I, no, no. But I'm just saying from what I'm from my perspective as a like a man watching it. Have a yeah. cis man. I can see these things as just like oh, like that's pretty cool. Like a movie that like has that. You know, in such a like a cool road western movie way, it's not such a serious film. Yeah, just like yeah. being like, oh, this is supposed to be this, and here's some dramatic moment for you to fill this for this way. Where it's just here, it's just like, oh yeah, no, this is there's that message there, but it's like a fun like road movie where they like you feel like invested in these two characters, and you just like the dialogue between them, and you're like just down to see them like. I don't know. Like you're down to see them shoot yeah, men that, in the dick. Well, that message, yeah, that message isn't like hammering you in the head. Exactly. You know? it's, it's a there, lot more nuance. It's, it's a lot more. It's, it's there, but it's not like um. It, it's there in like a. I I don't know. It's, and it's, it's not dumb there. to say a fun way because it's not fun. Well, but it is. But, Some but, of it. Yes. A lot of it is. Yes. It is a fun way, but yeah. there, I mean, it's not pointing fingers at anyone either. No, it is which not. is right. which I feel everything else tries to do and make it like kind of narrow-minded and this film doesn't feel narrow-minded about all these things that are going on because every situation is different and that and that's what harvey Keitel's character kind of conveys throughout the whole like investigation of him doing it like he realizes that you know other things are going on it's just not he doesn't make a decision of why they did this or what they did was like you know like uh like you know like a not like it wasn't yeah, all was just a, like they're not just these gun toting women that yeah. are like stealing or like he was just like what do you mean he's just just some housewife lost her mind yeah, She's, yeah. Just went on a killing spree like we they, just got to nab her they want to like, write yeah. her off yeah. yes and yeah, he's yeah. Really interested in who they are yeah which is like the great thing about this movie it's like a play of character like they let the characters be themselves and there's yeah. variance in character too like the men are monolithic like all men are bad like think of like michael madsen's character who's like actually very sweet toward louise but like even his character is invariance. Like he does lose his temper at some point. Um, and he also kind of, well, like also she's mad at him because he, he hasn't, she hasn't heard from him. Right. That's yeah. why, like that whole thing. Yeah. But when he comes up, he's like, you know, like he's apologetic about it. And like, he's a touring musician. He doesn't want to do this stuff. Well, but I then, mean, but then like, you know, yeah, he's a nice thinks, guy, but he's just got that. Like he's a, so, uh, <laughs> well, that's well, Michael Madsen. Yeah, that's just Michael Madsen. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's but also, much. like, he tells him the cops what, like, all the information, kind of. Yeah. Too. Like he's he a held, rat. He like, he's a rat. He could have withheld some things, but he yeah, he probably just, didn't even get pressed that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, they did this. They're like, where's your girl? He's like, oh, she's. Uh, Give her some money. <laughs> like just like that's all he does in that. I mean, it's that's fine. all he does ever. Yeah, I yeah. know. But it's more extreme there. It feels like he's more like trying to be like James Deany, like very like. Well, that's him. Just that's like. Yeah. So like, you gonna bark all day or? You know, but, but it's not that bad there. You can hear what he's saying, and in this movie, he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> like the peaches. Yeah, he's just all eyebrows, which yeah. is fine. Uh, this movie looks fantastic. Yeah, it's. A- um, I just want to say, give a shout out to Adrian Biddle, who is the cinematographer. He was also cinematographer on The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. uh, Aliens, Event Horizon, 
and all the Mummy movies, as well as the 101 Dalmatian uh, live action film. Oh, with Glenn Close? Yeah. And uh, so, Jeff Daniels? Yep, they look great in that movie. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to the homie. Um, another thing, too, is just like that idea of like, right, like them being these two, like they just get out into like that vast desert. And it's just like so big, like around yeah. them, mm-hmm. like everything's just like so like like the sky and like all those mountains that are just like around them, and they're just like I don't know, it's just like that idea of like they're just like ready to like take that on, especially I, that I ending. Think that, you know what I mean? I think that's like you know because it starts off so like you feel so like like everything is like so around, like they're just surrounded by everything. Like yeah. when, yeah, when Thelma's like in the house, yeah, like yeah. it's just all chaotic and things yeah. are going on. Like the fridge, the people, like the guys working on the house and all that yeah. stuff. And then Louise in the restaurant, just being surrounded by people. Like in Tight like corners. she kind of, yeah, she can't get away from anything. She has to like, right. you know, yeah. she's yeah. on the phone. And then, yeah, finally when they break out, like it's just, really like being the, free. The world is their oyster. Yeah. Almost, yeah it's you know? like, like really being free because yeah. like when they're like driving up to that spot, it's all convenience stores. Like you said, it's all just shit everywhere. Everywhere. it's just yeah. a bunch of junk they're always around a it's bunch a nice of people and shit position of like yeah. the scenery and, and then yeah. once they get to like that open space it's just like their car and just yeah. nothing else but them and, and the, like that and open fresh space. open air yeah, yeah. white ass shots yeah. like by the time they blow up the the 18 wheeler it's just like the widest shot you can get yeah. like it's so far and away. also too the they like it's like they can't get away from it at the beginning almost because there's always that semi like behind them yeah you know like when they're getting like when they leave the uh after they shoot the guy, they're like, she's like driving on the road and like the semi is like right behind her. Then they pull over like sem- another semi is like right. Like it's always like following them. It's like on their asses. It's like and like they can't get away from their That's problems. Men, sort baby. Of. You know, it's always kind of following. That's them. just you fools. Men. <laughs> Bad men. Men are all just on their ass, grabbing their crotch, sticking their tongue out. It's being idiots. Bad boys. Or, but- or scratching the wire on their crotch. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay because Thelma and Louise got what they they came for. Met shoot a man in the dick, and they should always ladies shoot men in the dick. They're gonna act stupid. Just do it. Run from the cops. Fuck the cops too. I'm saying that. Don't. I mean, I'm I'm saying that right now. (laughs) We know you are. You're saying it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying for real. Like I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they're not gonna believe you. The cops aren't gonna believe you. This is a Thelma and Louise situation. Head for the mountains, the desert. Mexico. Showdown. A Western showdown. Um, And call me, you know. We'll put you on the pod. Uh, (laughs) What? We'll get you. (laughs) Well, Jordan's lost it, ladies and gentlemen. Where are we? Technical difficulties (laughs) over here. I'm just saying. Yeah, we know what you're saying. You lost your mind. (laughs) Shout out to all the ladies out there. Oh, call? call? (laughs) Yeah, just give me a call if you want to be on the pod. Oh, yeah. That's all. (laughs) If you want to bring a movie, that's all I was saying. All right, guys. His number is 562. All right, guys. Come on. It's a joke. All right? It's Thumb and Louise. (laughs) Yeah, this serious movie you're talking about. (laughs) It's not. I mean, would you say it's a serious movie? No, I think think it's a pretty. I mean, Brad Pitt's shirt off. I mean, that's funny. Yeah, I like the idea of them like sexualizing a male body instead. They turn a lot of those tropes around. Yeah, and I do. There's like a, a there's a rich history of like sh- stories written. Like Cape Chopin was really into writing stories where like the only wo- way a woman can be truly liberated is by like, dying, basically. And that's what happens at the end of this movie. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um. If you don't know. Yeah. So like, I mean, they're really paying homage to like a yeah. Rich the car doesn't of, like, make it stories. to the other side. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I mean, there's a part two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, chosen land. Yeah, just land. <laughs> so they keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that ZZ Tubbs on the, the bow, bow, bow. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I don't know. That just seems like it makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did you did you like this movie? Uh, yeah, I did like it. There were some things that I kind of didn't like. I kind of didn't like Brad Pitt's performance. Oh, really? Especially when he's in the inter- interrogate when he's being interrogated. Uh, in- interrogated, yes. Like he kind of just feels. I don't know. Like he didn't have he didn't have it yet. You know, like the Brad Pittness that uh, you know that we all know and love. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, like obviously in the beginning. So you were down with this Pittness. No, you didn't down, like this. Not pitness. down with the Pittness. Right? You wanted. Yeah, you didn't think he had the pit. He didn't have the yeah. Yeah. He didn't have the chops yet. All right. You know, he's still okay. kind of growing. Even Gina Davis a little bit. She feels like, like when they lose when they realize that he's taking the money, she's just kind of uh-huh. oh shucks. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's like a big thing. Like, you know, this is like, this is like Louise's like life savings, like yeah. that 6,000, whatever, how much it ever it is. And like, you know, she's like devastated. And, and Gina Davis Thelma is just so like, ah, this bad stuff always happens That's to me. That's so fucking infuriating. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just, just so like, casual what the about fuck? it. Like, yeah. It's just like, like, it would have been nicer if like Louise, like, you know, like just like shook her or something. And like, this is like, you know, got like felt like there's more importance to it than she her character was giving off that should have made her mad more mad i guess yeah and i don't know i think she starts understanding the gravity of her like actions over well she takes more responsibility for him like by the time she's like robbing the store yeah which is a scene i love like i love how they cut to the like the footage of her robbing the store during which the whole thing. some <laughs> middle america little convenience store would not have this great video <laughs> yeah. and audio for the fucking security camera you know like especially 91 come on what do you mean of course it would they'd they be able to have, hear her whole speech yeah they wouldn't have yeah, security camera clear as day yeah. <laughs> no they had that security footage directed and the cops by having Scott. the footage so quickly like <laughs> The cops are all who did this footage are really Scott. He directed this exactly uh, like footage. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Um I I did like this movie. Um more than I thought I would from the last time that I saw it. Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed it. It was cool. I mean I I had fun with it. It was fun. There was a lot of fun uh that I that I had with it when I was watching it. Only because again, (laughs) it it felt So I was gonna say funness going on. I was gonna say something and it just wouldn't have made sense. But so I just I enjoyed it because it literally felt like a western. Like it, it literally mm-hmm. felt like these two like you know it's just like these women who are they're not they don't really rob banks or they don't rob anything. They rob like a convenience store once and like they do other stuff and mostly they're just in the car like driving and talking about stuff and mm-hmm. like dealing with like the the like things that they might have just gone through or whatever. But it's like just a lot of driving, and that's. But it's a road movie. Yes. I know, but, I, but I'm saying, but it's still, but 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 I'm saying, let me finish, Mondo. Well, I'm oh, saying okay. it feels like a western still without having all that. It doesn't need to have them go and rob a bunch of banks. You don't need a bunch of scenes of them robbing banks. You don't need a bunch of scenes of them dealing with stuff like that. So they don't get robbing just, happy. They, it's all situational. It's yeah. all you like, need that. You just, yeah, you just need those little things, which feels more realistic. And like you know, it does. There's not a montage of them. Yeah, or, and again, or doing something. It, it, or just it doesn't going feel off like, and killing men. It doesn't feel like force. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's like. Um, 
again, it doesn't feel like it's some Western, like it's supposed to be. It, well, it only mean, does in tone because of mm-hmm. what they do. Like yeah. it, it doesn't feel like they're just like, oh, we're trying to make this. Like yeah. they're just like these gun-toting, like yeah. you yeah. know, chicks. It trusts itself to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I like that because uh, Louise, like you know, Louise is just in the car, like having like this, like you know, self-reflecting moment. Like she's just so like, oh, what, like you know, what is she gonna do? Like her whole face, like her face and like she has a cigarette in her hand and realizes it and then she like takes a puff and you know she doesn't even want it she just throws it out and then she's gonna put on lipstick and then she just looks at herself and feels like ugh, like yeah like and then she sees the or sees the woman in the window looking which is kind of weird i i kind of didn't know what to make of that other than like she doesn't want to be old end up old and like alone I or like you know I, just like yeah. you know some, I, I, it's really hard because it's just so random that yeah. this woman's just looking at her like or you know and they're saying back at each other yeah I was confused about that too it's like am I supposed to like hate this woman yeah it's like what like <laughs> what does she see in this woman that yeah. like, you know that she's having this like you know obviously this self-reflective moment because <laughs> like, she judging her right yeah now? and it's like yeah and it's so nice is how it quick it runs it cuts like well it's like you just hear Thelma, turn the car on. Like, you know, like it's oh, such yeah. a good, like that's such a great moment that, you know, like, cause it does feel natural that you, cause you don't even think that she would rob something, mm-hmm. you know, but they obviously set it up because she asks Brad Pitt how he does, like how he did it, how he's a criminal and stuff. And it, you know, just a nice payoff to yeah. that whole character. Well, what situation. are your last thoughts, Caesar on it? I think what I just said about the, that is my last thoughts on it. That's why I, mean, no. I think I'm going to stop there. Only just because I think that's the only way I can describe why I like it. Yeah. Because it feels like a Western and it's not, and you know, all that, whatever. I just yeah. Um, well, I'm glad. Well, I think maybe this time when I watch it may have been my first time. I remember there being a moment around this movie when it was released. I remember my parents being really into it. And I remember like people being very like, uh, kind of conflicted about the ending like people thought it was like really tragic or something oh really um yeah um so i remember that this whole moment i'm just glad it like held up to that like what it was mm-hmm. in like the history of cinema and i think it is like really uh, a really well-written well-balanced like feminist picture and it really does feel like that in a successful way that isn't like in your face about it, like its messages Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate it for all of that. I'm happy it's in the collection and um, has a really cool cover. Um, yeah, yeah, and I can't can't wait to see what they put on there. Yeah, it does. It makes sense that it's in the collection. Um, wait, we we do. I mean, we do star ratings, but they don't matter. My star rating, really quick, is just going to be. I'm gonna give it like a three, uh, like three and a half, three and a quarter, three and a half. Uh, w- what's your rating on it? I think I would probably go with like three and a half. Okay. Yeah, and again we go zero to five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I, um, I really like it. Um, but like, (laughs) I don't think I would like say it's a four. Uh, Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Because again, there's like aspects of it that again I really like, but I don't know if I can like give it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would recommend this movie to a person, but I wouldn't like say it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I w- if someone started like talking shit and saying it was dumb, I'd be like, "Well, yeah, I'd defend a little bit, but I wouldn't recommend it." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? No, I would do both. I would defend it, recommend <laughs> it, but I'd be like, "But if you didn't like it, oh, I, I guess." For <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. What are your last thoughts, Mark? Uh I mean, or I pretty your... much said my last. Oh thoughts, well, but, the, uh, the rating. My bad. My, yeah, I yeah, I would kind of stick where you guys are saying, like three and a half. Yeah, it's not. It's not my favorite film. Yeah, it's not like it's obviously. 
you know, like a fun watch and like, you know, obviously having this conversation makes it a little more like kind of important of like how it isn't like, so, you know, like, you know, it's not pointing the finger at somebody. It's like really like, you know, having accountability for your, yourself and your own person, what you choose to do. Like, you know, I think that's a really great message. And yeah, I guess I give it a, yeah, yeah, three and a half, I would say. All right. Well, that's uh, that sounds like some true romance. <laughs> uh, that's what's coming up next. That's Caesar's pick. We're going to be talking about true romance written by the other, no, directed by the other, the other Scott, Scott brother. The other brother. Yeah, so two Scots, one pod. So we already talked about the film that's in the Criterion Collection, Thelma and Louise, brand new, brand spanking new, but also... We're going to talk about what Caesar believes belongs in the Criterion Collection. True. Uh, true Romance. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about True Romance from 1993, directed by Tony Scott, brother of Ridley Scott, for all you film fans out there. All you Scott heads For out all there. you cinephiles who you know, know all these trivia. Um, we're reading the True Romance um, synopsis off of Letterboxd, so it also has a, a little tagline, Stealing cheating killing who said romance was dead <laughs> that's fucking oh, wow. stupid that's really dumb no, that's good <laughs> I, I you know what letterbox take back that sponsorship you never offered uh okay so clarence marries hooker alabama steals cocaine from her pimp and tries to sell it in hollywood while the owners of the coke try to reclaim it really just kind of i mean that is it but it's yeah, that's really. There's no finesse in that. There's yeah, like, it should have said something about the mob. Yeah. There should have been something in there. The Sicilian mob is after that, you know. Like something. yeah, something. All right, yeah. Letterbox, you're starting to piss me <laughs> off. Uh, who's in this? Christian Slater as Clarence Worley, Patricia Arquette as Alabama Whitman, Michael Rappaport, Instagram's very own Michael Rappaport <laughs> as, <laughs> as Dick Ritchie. <laughs> Uh, Instagram's own Michael <laughs> You have Gary Oldman as Drexel Spivy, oh, Dennis Hopper as Clifford Worley, uh, Worley, sorry, Christopher Walken as Vincenzo Cochetti, Brad Pitt as Floyd, Tom Sizemore, rest in peace, as Cody Nicholson, Samuel L. Jackson as Big Don, Sal Rubinek as Lee Donowitz, James Gandolfini as Virgil, the list goes on and on, R. Val P. Kilmer as mentor slash oh, yeah. Elvis. And Chris Penn. R.I.P. Chris Tony Penn Scott is Nikki yeah. Dimes. Yeah. I mean, just... Everybody's dead. Everyone's There's dead. There's death movie. all around it. <laughs> true death. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, true romance, Caesar. You're bringing it. Uh, yeah. Explain yourself. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like self-explanatory. This movie is like formative. Like for every... Written by Quentin Tarantino. By written way. by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Number one, like I think his first script along with Reservoir Dogs. Uh, there's so much... Like, the blueprint of Tarantino is all in this movie. Like, his whole manifesto is in this movie. Like, what he thinks about movies and the way they should be made, it's all in this movie. We'll talk about that later. But this is, like, formative. Everyone you know who loves film, like, this is on their shelf. This is, like, probably one of the first things. That, like, it's, well, people our age. This is, like, one of those. I, I was just going to say, yeah, our generation, it very much is, like. Yeah. When you start, when you when you become a person who becomes into movies, film uh, yeah. as i should say a person uh, who becomes into film when, when you be when you when you start to become and you come in film <laughs> uh if the first thing the first thing you come in we'll is true that. romance we'll bleep yeah. that out you cream pie this movie oh. Uh, <laughs> like, oh. Oh. 
I'm just saying, true romance is one of the first things that I, uh, when I became a cinephile, uh, you know. Yeah, I, you waved your true romance flag. I did. Yeah. I, you know, Hard. that's that's what you have to do, right? Like, you're just like, I... This it, is one of those it's, uh, it's MySpace one of, it's movies. It's a MySpace film is what we yeah. like to call yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. a MySpace it's where movie. It's, like, it's a Tumblr movie. Uh, uh, so a MySpace movie... You wear this case, movie as a badge of honor. And a Tumblr movie day, is, is basically like when you're just like, well, what do I want girls to think about me and think that I'm cool? Yeah. yeah. Well, true. what you do, you show bands and you show movies. Yeah. And the, and the true romance is one of those movies. Yeah. Amelie, you know what I mean, like shit yeah. like that. Whether, True, it's Amelie. It's, whether, a, it's also yeah. like how you test people. Nice too. wide well, spectrum. Like, yeah. At one point, like you would quote this, and if they don't pick up, and it's just like, oh, you don't yeah. know, you know what I mean? Yeah, you kick them out the car. If you yeah. know, if you, you know, you, say, you know. Get yeah. out. If you yeah. say like it ain't white boy day, is it? And like they don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what? But well, you guys sound like it's white boy day. <laughs> well, look, it's it's hard not to be kind of like um, like fanboy about true romance. Look, yeah. I mean, a lot of people might think it like doesn't age well in terms of like you know because it, it is very uh, it is very much Tarantino not like uh, defined right like it, it is him just very like young guy like just like what is cool yeah like what what stuff is cool it's not so. Elvis. Yes, comics, exactly. Movies, yes, hookers. Yeah, uh, of course, a hooker would fall in love with a guy who works at yeah. a comic shop, right? Yeah. And loves Elvis because <laughs> that's just what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And of course, he could defeat the mob. You know what I mean? And of course, like all that stuff. Yeah, you can get happen. a bunch of coke. You know? Yes, but like whereas like it, it's still, but like you were saying, Caesar, it's still that blueprint for that because it still has those same ideas. It's just that he didn't like have. He didn't perfect them as well. And who knows? Maybe the script is a little more perfective. And maybe Tony uh, Tony Scott just wanted to get a little wild with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like well, he this is to do. kind of... Uh, isn't this... Uh, it's was supposed to be Natural Born Killers. Like, this is another part of that story, right? That, yeah. Uh, this script had, like, three... Like, parts of, like, three different movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, like... A it was little, too long, so he, like, they yeah. cut it. Or, I think it was a little cut true romance, into, a little yeah. Natural Born Killers, a yeah. little uh, Reservoir Dogs or whatever, or maybe not that one, but yeah. there was, like, parts of his other movies that would subsequently appear. But he had, like, a long-ass script, like, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of pages. Um, and they ended up cutting down. I think uh, I think Robert De Niro was cast to be Blue Lou Boyle, and there was a whole Blue Lou Boyle storyline to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like rewatching this, it felt like so much was like cut out of like of the story, kind yeah. of, or like they would have done more things. Like when they when she mentions like she gets she got that in Vegas or something. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that would have been a whole like story too. Like something like happened or uh, even um, what else? Yeah, I, yeah, it just feels like a lot was cut out. But I mean, they just got to like. You know they had they had to cut it down for time and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean it feels pretty tight to me. I don't think like it feels like much is lacking in it. Um, and honestly, I the, as far as like aging well, I think it has aged pretty well. Like I think people like really dismiss Tarantino as being someone who's like sexist or racist, um, which like. Yes, but also he's like really thinking about the ideas and what they <laughs> yeah, mean. Look, people say that, and yes, absolutely. <laughs> but <laughs> but he is like really thinking about these things. Like it's, it's really like well rounded and well thought out. Like when she first meets Clarence in the movie theater, she jumps over the seat and she's asking about Sonny Chiba, and she goes, "Is he a good guy?" Um, 
and that's like kind of what Tarantino has always written about. Like he doesn't write about like good guys, bad guys. That that's too boring. He writes a, like, and he uh, Clarence replies, he's just like a badass and a bitch who like beats up people for money. And like he gets those, hired, yeah, he gets hired to do these things. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Tarantino has always written about. Like this, that's his whole like mo is like he writes about people who aren't like sympathetic or good guys. He writes about people who are like badasses, like interesting characters, and like you're not supposed to sympathize with those characters. You're supposed to be fucking entertained. So that's kind of like he introduces you to that concept. Like yeah, it's not right so cut and dry, black yeah. and white, like like Thelma and Louise. That these characters aren't like man haters or like exactly you know, like extreme feminists or something. They're just per, pe- they're people, obviously. You know, like mm-hmm. and everyone doesn't have like and everyone is kind of and nuanced and has their own personality and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and yeah. That's yeah. He's interested in that, and he's also interested in like power dynamics, and we see this in the Drexel scene, how Drexel like points out like, oh, like if you would have came in, ate my food, I would have been scared. That would have been threatening to me. Yeah. We get a callback to this. <laughs> we get a callback to this in Pulp Fiction. I, I wanted to do the voice. Right? I wanted to do the Drexel voice. <laughs> that, but but right. that joke that he says when he has the Chinese food, he's like, we have this. And a diddle eye Joe, yeah. dad if I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a good joke. It's a very racist and bad joke. It's so stupid. That's why it's funny. Yeah, no, I know. But someone that character would, you know, say that. That's that's another thing. Like how you're pointing out, like how you you said, like he's not really sexist or anything. It's just these characters. It's not him you know it's like these people like yeah, you know right. it's like it's all these kind of creating like, a world it, yeah it's yeah, creating yeah, like, exactly it's and, not, and all the films that he watches like those you know uh, exploitation films mm-hmm. they have those aspects yeah mm-hmm. and so that's what he's used to like creating characters who have that yeah. like you know like in the in like films like a brawl in cell block 99 or mm-hmm. dragged across con- con- concrete like those are like those those characters are like not people that i'm like oh i look up to them and I think that this movie's cool because I think I want to be those characters. Yeah, it's literally just because like, oh, this is just interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't these people are like bad, but it's not like, yeah, it's not like a because yeah, it's just like oh yeah, like Clarence is literally just some guy who works at a comic book store, marries a hooker who he doesn't know, and like shoots up, uh, you know, shoots up an innocent whorehouse. For all we know, <laughs> although Drexel could be a good he guy, he just shoots the bad guys. Uh, but you know, he's a bad guy. We don't know that. Who Drexel? Drexel? He Drexel. kills. I he think kills. We know that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> look, I was like, it. I wasn't sure. I'm not trying. He I'm shot not, Samuel Jackson. I, I'm not trying to make pimps look bad. Some pimps <laughs> can be nice, and you guys are trying to make them look a bad. A pimp with a heart of gold. Pimping it easy. You're throwing them under the bus. <laughs> yeah, Drexel was a dick, but a lot of pimps they chill. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that the reason this movie is good is because of. The, the thing that I was saying about why people might say that it that it hasn't like a, a matured well is because it is such very much like a young it's a young man's fantasy yeah right yeah, like it, sure. all the stuff he does write about is really interesting and really good but it, it I mean there is no Alabama that exists in the world who's just gonna fall for a guy like Clarence yeah he's a, fucking and, weird yes he's a weirdo and she's like on her own trip and she don't need whatever he's got going on you know what I'm saying Alabama's like, like the the woman from the sublime song or something uh was it what's the one the wrong way oh uh, april Annie, 26 1990 and he's 12 years old yeah <laughs> right yeah she just got it the wrong way <laughs> yeah i mean the thing they have in common is that they're both really into like the things that they like that conversation over pie yeah like like what's important to you like what are your turns off she turns on yeah. like burt reynolds she likes burt reynolds like so she's into like uh the things that she's into like you know you are what you love or whatever and that's what they have in common 
And I like that they established like the weirdo that Clarence is in the beginning with this prologue about Elvis. Like, would you fuck Elvis? I'd fuck Elvis. Like, he's like a really <laughs> disturbed person, and it like pushes people away from him. Like, yeah, I, I don't even, and I don't even think that makes him that weird. I mean, I, but, but the way he says it, I fuck Elvis. Like, yeah, but it alienates him. Like, yeah. that, I fuck that Austin woman, Butler. As that Elvis. woman walks away from him in the beginning, and like, w- what I was thinking about rewatching is like, oh, was she like a hooker too? That was I was thinking that too because yeah. she seems so like weird and out of place yes. too. like just like she just looks drugged up so yeah. like you know she has that weird kind of like facade like or just like you know i don't know she just has this weird facade about yeah. her like or like this this the way she carries herself it just yeah. feels like or she just like a bar rat or something you know i got the impression that the, that she was a hooker too and that the that it was a second attempt in the movie theater to like hook him oh, up with someone. Yeah. Like that, he's like yeah, he's so funny. weird that he just like even like just drives hookers away yeah. from him. <laughs> yeah, and Alabama of course is the one that like you know falls for him. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she's just a weirdo and she doesn't yeah. care. Whereas like the one at the beginning, she's like she's all you want to take me to a kung fu movie, and he's all. Two. Well, three. Three. Oh, three. <laughs> yeah. Come, oh, I want to get three. And then she's like, I am not into that. Yeah. Like, that's just not. Yeah. That's. And that's. I mean, that's very truthful. That's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. She's not going to waste her time. Like, I, but, but my point was that, like, it's. It's good because of that. Right. It's good because in the same way that you like a bad, like, not a bad, but like, a, you know, like a, a kind of an immature, like emo or pop punk song. Mm-hmm. It's like this, like this kind of vibe where you're just like oh yeah this is just like cool like it's nice yeah. to kind of have this like this idea like well, oh yeah that's pretty cool that there's this guy who's all into elvis and he sees him in his head and he tells <laughs> him to do stuff and it makes him be like come this guy who can just like shoot people and do shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. like where he wasn't before he was just literally worked at a comic book shop and because he met this hooker who he married and then he stole some coke now all of a sudden Elvis just like now you gotta like you know you yeah. gotta shoot some people you gotta do this shit you know what I mean you gotta be a man like yeah. it's like <laughs> that's pretty cool you know what I mean I don't know like I, it's not like it's not like really, obviously it's not the smartest thing it's not like the most you know it's not the most intellectual thing in any kind of way but it's still pretty damn cool it reminds me of like kind of like a comic book or something it just reminds you of something that's just like pulp and interesting right yeah like, yeah there um. How many times does the Elvis thing pop up? Only twice? I want to say like three times. I want to say three too, but I feel like it was only twice. Yeah, it might be only twice. Because I really, because I really like that aspect of of that. You know, like Elvis being his, like you know, like you know, his self, his conscious kind of right, like, the talking person to him, that talks like, to you know, him, yeah. like and like. And I also really like, like that it's Val Kilmer, and they never show that it's yeah, Val Kilmer. yeah, yeah. He does. I don't know. He does a good voice of Elvis or whatever. But I wish. I kind of wish we saw that kind of aspect. Uh, the Elvis thing going on a little more, like, not, I mean, just like maybe once. I mean, or twice there was more. probably more, right? Like, yeah, they probably just right? had to cut it or earlier, something. Like a lot of stuff seems like it was cut out. Yeah, but like it still feels probably, like a yeah, tight yeah. film. But yeah, it just, I, I don't know. I just really like that Elvis like talking to him and like stuff. And they do that in, uh, in Preacher, where it's like John Wayne is talking to Jesse oh, Custer yeah, all the I time. Remember you that. Know? Yeah, like it's always like a re- obviously a recurring thing because like it's a comic book and it can go on longer. But I don't know that Elvis aspect was really cool. and then again also the idea of like him you know obviously finding this like you know hooker is what they call her in the description here but she's alabama she's a A call girl girl. she's a working girl i'll say sorry yeah a working girl (laughs) and uh so she like I, i just like that aspect too even though again that's unrealistic that he like you know he finds her and like he like falls in love with her and then he like saves her from this life right 
I mean, I think well, that all, she falls in love with him. Well, the, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you right. know, whatever the case may be. I mean, he, I think he falls in love first, but she grows to love him. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's like, you know, but anyway, the point is, it's like nice that it has that like aspect that they like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like on the run from the mob. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's just like, well, that, they don't know they're on the run for the mob. Well, but you know or, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the mob's like on their trail. And then at the end, they have like that big old, like, like that whole like conflict yeah, that, that happens where they the, go through like all this stuff where it's like, it feels very much like, again, something I would have loved to have written when I was younger. Cause yeah. it just feels like, it's just cool. It's just cool. I don't know how else to like say it, but it's just cool. I, this, it's not like deep. It's not yeah. like it, it's, 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 there's a lot yeah, of stuff it's just to cool. it. It's very like, it's just cool. You know what I mean? It's there's nothing like you know watching it. You can like find things about like stuff. You know, obviously like about like love and about like being yourself or like doing these certain things, <laughs> like stuff like that. But it really doesn't have any kind of message besides like be cool, baby. Like yeah. or what is it? Be you're cool. so cool. Oh, you're so cool. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's funny because like all it is. You know, like the like the end part, like you know, the climactic like uh, like gunfight. You know, at the end is kind of like on this watch. I felt that was kind of boring almost to me like you know that like setup? everything uh, yeah well yeah. no not the setup but just like the happening of it you know like okay you know like everything up until then i was like still really like into and like liked a lot uh-huh. all the scenes and everything but like after by that time i was kind of like yeah i don't really care about them shooting everybody like everyone kind of like getting their own thing is like that was for and then chris penn saying that was for uh, r.i.p chris penn uh, tom sizemore you know whatever sizemore's character's name was. that was for tom sizemore yeah, yeah that was for tom sizemore <laughs> you know? this one's for sean penn uh, <laughs> my brother um yeah i mean i get i kind of get what you're saying i mean honestly th- there's just no beating th- 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 those scenes are just always going to be in a way, at least, like you said, like see, you were saying, Caesar, like uh, for our kind of generation, I don't, I don't know, maybe the film world in general, but yeah, I feel I like for our so. generation, those scenes, whether it's the Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken scene, mm-hmm. yeah. or like, you know what I mean, like those are still great, even though those are just like great scenes, or just, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, and, I'll just and, always and, remember I mean, like Tom Sizemore like talking to fucking what's his face. Um, Chris uh, Penn or the other the, the, no, the, the, the guy the actor yeah. guy the guy yeah. from fucking the actor yeah the, I know what you're talking about because he's wearing a wig oh like, uh, I don't know his name but I, no I he's, he's like doing. the guy that has to go undercover oh a Valky Valky yeah Valky yeah. yeah he's the guy from Beverly Hills Cop the, yeah Perfect like, Strangers yes Perfect Strangers yes <laughs> and like where he's just like telling him like oh you're just gonna go undercover and do this stuff and he's like all scared and crying yeah. And he's just like, he's like, you're an actor, motherfucker. Act. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I just like remember it. Like that's just yeah. like implanted in my brain. Yeah. And I just remember like when Tom Sizemore died, I just remember like that's the first thing I remembered like of mm. him was that scene. Oh, and yeah. so like this movie just has so many like things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, where it just I- I'll never not remember just like the roller coaster shit like them at yeah. like Six Flags. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and, and again, all that stuff isn't. It's not deep. It's not like where I'm thinking of it in this way where I'm just like, oh, man, this like means something or it's like something. Mm-hmm. But it does mean something because it's like so cool. And I thought it was cool since I was like younger and it still continues to, to be cool. You know what I mean? There is no it doesn't it doesn't lose that steam. I don't watch it as much as I used to when I was younger. But <laughs> that's I, for sure. But I, but I, that's but I, fucking for sure. But I can return to it and still you know like have fun with it you know what i mean yeah and it's generational too my dad fucking loves this movie um but i think it's like the 
I think it's based around the writing. Um, like I was talking about, like the power dynamics in the scene, like that happens over and over again in this movie. Like who has the power in the move or in the room, and that's what makes it like so gripping. Like between Drexel and Clarence, like who has the power in the room, and Drexel kind of explains how this works, and uh, he he talks to him about eating the food. Like if he sat down and ate the food, I think you're crazy. And it's funny because <laughs> in Pulp Fiction, that's what fucking Samuel L. Jackson does to those yeah. guys. He goes <laughs> yeah. in the room and he eats their food, and they know that's why he's fucking dangerous. <laughs> But and like, they don't even offer, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's a bad motherfucker yeah. right there. Um, but like it happens with Christopher Walken, Dennis Hopper, Hopper. Like who has the power in the room? But yeah. that happens over and over again in the movie. But Quentin Tarantino uses like the power dynamics and something, which is right. really interesting so, about his writing. Yeah. Who, who do you think has the power in the room for Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken? Dennis I, Hopper. When when Dennis Hopper tells that story, he has yeah, it. He yeah, exactly. Because it pisses him off. And yeah. Like it's like you know it's like. Uh, uh, you know, uh, right, because Christopher Walken's ego is get, gets bruised. Right. He's like, I haven't killed someone in since 1985 yeah. or four or whatever. And, and Dennis Hopper gives them nothing. Yeah. yeah, they only find information because they find it on the yeah, fridge. It was on uh-huh. the but like, That's, he gives yeah. them nothing but like that. And the way yeah. he like sm- asks for the cigarette. Yeah. The way he does that, he's literally just being like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just gonna tell you some dumbass story. Like, literally, like in you know, insult. Their whole race, yeah. even though it's not, you know, I mean, you know, it's not very insulting. It's just that, but to them, <laughs> well, to them anyway, it is. To them, know, it like, would be at that time. Sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it just like a, an insulting thing. Yeah. And then like literally, just like yeah, just get shot up yeah. right there. So like yeah, you're right. I, but, I do kind of like that. That there is always that, especially with again that that scene I talked about the act motherfucker act. It's like that power <laughs> dynamic of being like this is what. You you need to like listen to this, and you're yeah. when you get in the room, you need to be this way yeah. in order to control that, it. You that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny you point that out because also like when they're going to the hotel room and the ambassador, when they're in the elevator, like Clarence like, you know, pulls the gun out on Balky and like you know, yeah like, makes exactly, him cry and exactly. shit. And, like and then like, oh, is like, I love this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's always bluffing. He's bluffing. It's just like that's so like what a crazy seat. Like that. I mean, yeah. That that's the thing about this movie, Jordan. Why you're not? I don't know why you're not saying cool this whole time. Mm-hmm. But you said it in Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? What? I don't. Because you kept on saying oh, or just fun. I guess. Oh, you're saying fun a lot. Sorry. Oh, I mean, before. this is and then, fun. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think, fun. but I, it's just a lot cooler, dude. Yeah. It's, cool. it's yeah. a lot cooler. It just yeah. has more. It literally is just like the drive jacket before the drive jacket. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it, what it is. It's like, well, it's shit like that. I mean, not that yeah, specific. I know what you know mean. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it iconic. is like that stuff where yeah. you're just like, oh, man, like in a movie, like that's just fucking cool. Yeah. I don't care if it means something. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't if it, have like, to. You yeah, know? it doesn't like, have there's to. There's no like. Like there's just like a, like a like a beat to it like a vibe to it and obviously that that has a lot to do with the script like you said but i think it has a lot, obviously a lot to do with the the directing as well with yeah. the fucking late great tony scott and his sort of like just like he just knows how to bring in a bunch of like cartoon characters mm-hmm. into his film but that's that's one and, of those things too like so like the dennis hopper and the christopher walken thing like like these two like amazing great actors like that, have they ever been in a movie together before? Like, I mean, since. they might have, they <laughs> you know, might have, but not in like where they. But had, where like, it's like you know, like, that. like yeah. you know, like Dennis what, Hopper's been like fucking movies, fucking forever. Like, yeah, you know I mean? he was in yeah, Rebel I know, without a cause. But like you know, it's like that thing when like the the thing about when Heat was coming out, it's like oh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino right, right, finally right. like sharing the screen together. You know, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is like, I mean, I thought, I mean, I. 
it just watching rewatching it was like oh this is like such a great like matchup with these two characters yeah. well, these two is. actors like sharing the screen together and, and like then, being and, then, and then even jumping off of that like even like two great actors Patricia Arquette and James Gandolfini in that scene oh yeah, yeah. where like he comes to the room or whatever and they yeah. go through that whole thing and she and like you said she is like has to play this power dynamic thing yeah. and yeah. act this certain she way. She has to, to play make, it cool. Yeah, she has to like pretend to do all yeah. this stuff and be this way. Yeah, and like try to like flirt with him or like kind of like be this certain way with him so mm-hmm. that he doesn't just like like pounce right yeah. away. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then she bruises his ego too, like by laughing at him and saying, "You look stupid right now." You know? Yeah, and you, that pisses like you know. Yeah, you can also really like. Uh, probably in some way, I couldn't do it now because I'm super high. But you can probably like go through the movie and like. Each one of them represents some sort of animal, especially the way they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there's some like the way that animals have to like survive when a bigger animal or a certain type of like, like animal comes around. Yeah. yeah. It's like each one of them kind of can represent a certain type of thing. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like where it's like Gandolfini is like a, jungle, a bear. Baby. It's a jungle. And, like, you know, Patricia Arquette is like maybe like sort of like. I don't know, like something smaller, but it's still like kind of can be vicious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like just things like that. Like it, you always like feel that. Like, <laughs> and then where they say in the safari inn, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> huh? yeah. So maybe there is a deeper meaning. To it, but, but like, I don't or know. Like, just high. <laughs> just, yeah, I probably have just high. But just like thinking about that, like, because like how you were saying, I never really, because again, I, I know those scenes exist, but I never really thought about that, how there is always that, that power dynamic thing. There is always someone in the room. And the yeah. most fun one uh, between Michael Rappaport and Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's the rumor. laughs> I didn't hear the, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Here's the last piece of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Rappaport always has to succumb to like what Brad Pitt is not doing. Yeah. Well, well, like, like, well at first I was going to say, I was going to say fucking Gandolfini and Floyd. Yeah. When Gandolfini comes to the door. And he's just like, what? He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you got Clarence here or something, something? He's like, nah, they, they left or they went to whatever. And he's just like, fucking something, something, man. Don't don't, con- yeah, he said, don't condescend me. Yeah, don't yeah. condescend me. <laughs> so, even that's about power. He's like, yeah. thinking, he's like towering over him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. funny because yeah, yeah. he offers like, oh, you want to watch TV? That might be bad. <laughs> and that just like, you know, like turns off Gandalfini. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, you want to watch TV, man? Like, you know, like, like, like yeah. Gandalfini's, you know, the woman in the beginning of the film, like, and Clarence, like, and Brad Pitt's Clarence, and it just turns him off, like, oh no, I don't want to fucking hang out with this fucking yeah, loser. Yeah, yeah I got know? shit like, to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I gotta go kill somebody. Yeah, no, seeing that's that's another animal kind of thing. Yeah. Like that all just feels like the mating I ritual. No, it's just wild. I, I can just like see it as like an animated movie where they're animals. She does yeah. wear a cow print skirt. It was called exactly. <laughs> it was called Bad Guys. I think came out with it or Zootopia. <laughs> No, that, you want your own Zootopia. Is that based on true? No, I'm talking about Over the Hedge. Yeah. Bruce Willis. I think been open <laughs> All right, Caesar. We've been talking about it. Yeah, sure. We've been reminiscing. Sure, yeah. it's got some nostalgia to it. But what 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 is the what do you think is the real reason why it should should be in the Criterion Collection? Like, what is your like main reason? Um, because uh, like I mean like every. I think Quentin Tarantino is important to movies and the fact that like this is like so good and solid in his first. Um, and the fact, I think there's like this interesting thing happening between what Tony Scott thinks this movie is and what Quentin Tarantino thinks this movie is. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because that's why he has like the Badlands theme. Yeah, Because exactly. he was trying to make it more like a fairy tale 
kind of thing where Tar- Tarantino wanted more like a just like you know like so people die everyone just dies yeah yeah, yeah yeah Clarence is spo- what originally he was supposed to, supposed to, he was die, supposed to yeah. die at the end yeah. and uh, this was supposed to lead into Reservoir Dogs because Alabama is mentioned in Reservoir Dogs like she ends up with Harvey Keitel and they end up like robbing people together and stuff like that so mm-hmm. in Reservoir Dogs he's like Alabama was a good little thief it is referencing the same character so that like Clarence was supposed to die she runs into uh, Harvey Keitel and they like end up having like live in this life of crime um so it's really interesting that they went like this more romanticized ending um and i think it would have been more clear that like christian slater was like a troubled individual who that that eventually led to his own death if he had died like it would have like been a different meaning but the 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 reason i'm interested in that dynamic and the way that it works between like the visions of each is that it still works as a movie? Like it's not messy at all, and it, it like and it is cool. It is interesting, and I don't think it's like stupid. <laughs> I, I will say, and again, I, I will say that it is messy, but it's messy in like a very like um, I don't know, in, in in a good way. It's like a, a you know a stupid. It's like a punk rock way. It's just it's still got <laughs> yeah. like it's like little like edges mm-hmm. that like are not like like clean. Yeah, but it's still good in that way. Like it still feels like it's like okay, like like we were saying, like it's just them catching or Tarantino at least figuring out what he's gonna do. Yeah, and sometimes you know those first demos are pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's like yeah. listening to that. It's like listening to the demos that yeah. you just like kind of can't get over. Right. Yeah, and you, yeah right. when you hear it re-recorded, it just does not have the same exactly yeah, like feeling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And so that like yeah, that's what this feels like in a lot of ways again because that's that's what those first demos are right like they're just cool they're not like and they're not captures, deep it captures they're not, something yes you know, it captures like, something it can, yeah, like, yeah it feels like, like something else and then they have albums down the line where you're like oh damn this is like deep i can really relate to this and like yeah. this means something but this one is like you know it's just it's just fun it's just cool it's like you can skip through it you you know it already yeah it's like you know what i mean like it, i think it's it, like endlessly re- re- rewatchable and it's like iconic and if like criterion is interested in things that like matter for a time or like iconic movies or like things that matter to film i think this definitely matters and like people still reference it like euphoria had characters dressed as like as these yeah. people you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it still matters and it, it, it's in the lexicon and like patricia arquette's like pretty fucking incredible in this movie like her energy and like she's just like the most attractive person in this movie it's crazy <laughs> yeah i will say that this is probably like one of her best performances yeah, yeah she's fantastic like yeah. she's just like fucking magnetic it's it's movie. alluring yeah it's just yeah, like it is crazy it's like literally like just like that i'm like i i always even when i look at her now i see her like this yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like there's no way not to see her as like alabama yeah like, and, you know and, I mean? yeah and she is the most interesting character too like as much oh, absolutely. as it, yeah, yeah as much as like I guess not because it's her narrating the doing the narration at the the beginning and the end. Uh-huh. But like you know, like obviously Christian Slater is the main character, but like Alabama really like steals the. I show. I mean, I, like, I'd like to say that they both are, but yeah, yeah, you're right. In sense of like the narrative, it is kind of Christian Slater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they're both like the main characters, especially because, like you said, yeah. she is literally like the most interesting one. Yeah. Like her background is the one that I'm most interested in. Yeah, her like yeah, because yeah, like, just a nerd guy. Yeah, he's that, just some like, nerd. You know. Like yeah, who like 
he watches like a bunch of kung fu movies and thinks he's like a shoot 'em up cowboy. Yeah, and ends up this being, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, this makes you know, it, yeah, yeah. But Almost only on because accident. he's like an but, idiot. But right. only, <laughs> yes. only because on, basically on accident. Yeah. But only because Alabama co- shows up in his life. Exactly, know? and it's like that kind of punch drunk he love thing. He would have right? never done it. Where anything. he's just like, I got a love in my life, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, like right? Yeah, like, it is like it that. is like that. And like she's a catalyst. I guess. Yes. And and that's why it also kind of feels like a western, right? Because it mm-hmm. feels like this cowboy, this, the, he he wants to be a cowboy, but he's not. Yeah. And then the the one woman, the damsel, the damsel in distress, she She's goes more through the some stuff. Fatale, like, kind of right. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm but I'm saying like in his sense, that's what he, yeah. you know, that's why he becomes that, right? Mm-hmm. He tells her like that, right? Even, yeah. That, well, that's like why I did goes, all this for you and blah blah blah. And he like goes I and killed kills him. Drexel like, yeah, yeah. Because of it. Like he like, doesn't yeah. have to do anything. Kind of. They could have just leave. Yeah, they could have just bounced. Yeah, they could have just left. They could have went to the dads. There was like no threat. You know, really, he didn't need. They could have just bought her new clothes. They didn't need yeah. her clothes. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was just Christian yeah. Slater trying to be like a man and like thinking exactly. Like, but oh, trying I can't to let her. this guy fucking. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, right. that's why it's Elvis that tells him because yeah. like Elvis is like this idealized version yeah. of like what he, it means to be a man. Yeah, you're gonna let that piece of shit live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, cop won't care if you shoot. Blah blah. Like, you know what I mean? And Elvis is right, but you got to be more strategic. But again, that's the scene that we were talking about, which is we were talking about before we were recording. Which is just such a fantastic scene uh, about the thing you were talking about and the power dynamic thing because again it's such like a tense scene yeah. but it's not it's funny it's it's tense it, it gets violent it, it's like there, there's like a bunch of stuff yeah, going on that like feels so like I mean it, it could be in a comedy it could be in like anything that scene mm-hmm. but like it, because and, and that's not like an insult to it it's just it's just basically saying because it juggles every single tone that it goes through so well you know what i mean mm-hmm. whether it's like you know gary yeah. oldman trying to be funny in the in the way that he's being <laughs> drexel or whether it's like you know christian slater just being serious and like kind of delivering him himself as like this authority figure or whether it's like the way that it cuts to like just different things that are going on like you know what yeah. i mean like the, the way that it's around there and like tony scott's kind of like rapid cutting that like goes on yeah. like that he does it just I don't know. It's like it's really like again, like you said, it's just iconic. It's it literally is just it, it, anyone in our generation. I think it, that's like implanted on our brains. It's like yeah. a scene that's like so like I don't know. That's just amazing. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I think Quentin Tarantino like writes that scene probably in every one of his movies because especially I'm thinking now about Oh yeah, Glorious Bastards, the beginning of that mm-hmm. when uh, well, Francis, that's just, it, just, it just got better. Yeah, yeah or different ways like not, where it's well, not it just, I, I feel like it just got more uh, Well, he just keeps perfecting it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's just more like intense now. Yeah. Like, you know, this one in True Romance it, it has like a bunch of different tones. Yeah. Where like in Glorious Bastards you're just like right there that's you're just It's intense. Yeah, you're time, just like yeah. they're just like what the Afraid. F-? Like yeah. You know, I'm you know you sit there in Glory of his Bastards in the theater. I remember when I and that opening scene and all that happens when he sits down and talks to that guy. Yeah, I just remember like and drinks the milk. Yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, yeah. I, I, I just remember just being like, like it was just like quiet and all. And I could just like feel everyone just being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like what is gonna happen? This was yeah, gonna kill everybody. Like it just like, it keeps yeah. ramp, ramping up that like yeah that thriller aspect or like yes. that. That uh, you know, like the ticking time bomb, like yes. that Alfred Hitchcock, like always mm-hmm. says, like you know. And True Romance, uh, doesn't have that completely. Yeah. But it's yeah, there. It's there. For it, sure. Yes, yeah. it's there. It's completely there. And, yeah. you, and like you said, that the scenes that you're talking, like that we're saying, like those, anytime that the people are talking to each other, it's like those seeds from those better like scenes of yeah. whether yeah. it's like 
Samuel Jackson talking yeah. to fucking um, Tim Roth in Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? It's like those power dynamic scenes of like these people just being like, look, I'm going to tell you a bunch of information just for this. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Just to like kill you or something uh-huh. like, you know, which is uh, again, like you're right, Caesar. I mean, that's like important because, I, you know, I, 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 I got kind of over Tarantino in, in my yeah. In, in my not not in like a way that I'm just like I don't like him. Yeah. But it just like he used to be a favorite of mine. He used to be like my favorite, one of my favorite directors of all time. Right. Yeah. And not to say that he isn't because he's still in there, but he just sort of moved down a couple of spots because certain things just don't resonate the same way. Right. Like I can't watch Reservoir Dogs the same way that I used to. You know what I mean? And Pulp Fiction. As much as great as it, as good as it is, I just don't, I just don't return to it as much as I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so certain things, but at the same time, once upon a time in Hollywood, kind of re like like resparked that flame mm-hmm. in me of him being like, oh damn, like yeah, this was like super sick. Like yeah. he's still this age and he's still doing these things, but he's still like making interesting shit. Yeah. And so watching you know revisiting true romance or just thinking about true romance again talking about it again it just makes me be like oh yeah like because pulp fiction is already in criterion it's it's a laser disc no really? that's already there yeah but is any other one or just that one no it's just pulp fiction okay. yeah so i you know just thinking like even just having him because he didn't direct this obviously but tony yeah. scott but it's um him writing it 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 is very much just like oh yeah like it is important because it is important in our generation, and this is our podcast. And, like this, <laughs> this is gen- our generation. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like this yeah. generation yeah. of 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 users, of filmers, of film goers. We yeah, that, you can't that neglect matters. that the influence that this movie has had, and what Quentin Tarantino's writing has had. On, yes, yeah, yeah, on this generation, or like right. you know, on or in more generations. Like and the and next I will say, and, and again, like this movie specifically. Because it really is just that combination of, I, I don't know, like I feel like what we were all into at the time, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I would love to have been visited by, well, not Elvis, Elvis. but <laughs> not necessarily maybe Billy Joel from Green Day at the time. I don't know. Yeah. Chris and have, Conley. And have him tell you me. want to be an American idiot? <laughs> yeah. 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 Chris Conley from Saves the Day. Yeah. Fucking Adam Lazar from Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> Show up and tell me. <laughs> Show up and tell me to get a gun and marry a hooker and shoot up a gangster and take his coat. That would have been a great life. It would have been interesting. It would have been cool. Here I am. You would have lost an eye. I'm in a podcast. You know what I mean? And I would have worn a Hawaiian shirt with a fucking flat top. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's pretty funny. I will just say that's one of my favorite things about this film is that Christian Slater is supposed to have a pompadour, but it's just a flat top. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's such a strange... Well, Elvis had that flat top for a little... Like, well, yeah, I mean, military. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it was still it's sort iconic. of a bit of a, a pompadour. Yeah. yeah, I like that he's an idiot in this movie. Like, he's kind of an idiot in this yeah. movie. No, he's an absolute idiot. <laughs> but again, that's relatable, because, like, yeah. you, you, you know... I, I, it's real. I, I, mean, it's I, real. Think, I think all of us here on the podcast can say it's relatable, because yeah. we all want to be that cool guy. We would love to be that cool guy, but... Fucking, I would have dropped the gun and shot myself in the foot in any of those situations. <laughs> like, there would be no situation where I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, well, as cool as he can be, you know, in those, in those things. It is like, also funny, Christian Slater's character, where he's just, 
like yeah he's in the bathroom and this whole thing is going on like you yeah. know like when the cops you know like are, you know break in or raid the the, the 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 hotel room or whatever mm-hmm. and then two when they just need him to leave so alabama can get beat up you know and they just cut to him like like driving you know and then picking up burgers or whatever Oh, he's always yeah. just like a little too late. And then like, especially when he comes out of the restroom, when he's in the hotel room, he just like, he, it feels like he should be more like he should have came in or they should have got him like coming in more serious. Like he just kind of like, well, just turns yeah. in there. And, but like, it was like, shot, it know? was like Caesar, Caesar was saying earlier. He just like, he's just like, he's not really bad. He just has like dumb luck. Yeah. Yeah. He just like, does, like things just like, he's never doing anything. Like he just. <laughs> happens to be able to get out of these situations even in well, the gary oldman like drexel situation he barely gets out of yeah that. like barely yeah, he was lucky you know what i mean well yeah. it's like how harvey Keitel said in uh thelma and louise like smarts runs out and or was it like smarts runs out and like and then a bad uh good luck like phase or something like that like i forget, I forget what he said like he said uh Oh yeah, he came back and he said, "Heroes never die, <laughs> <laughs> but legends never fade." Or <laughs> yeah. It was Harry Keitel's yeah. Babe Ruth. <laughs> no, yeah. I, oh, I, smarts, I know. O- smarts only gets you so far, but ba- uh, good luck runs out. Oh yeah, yeah. You there know? you go. And that, that's what—that's that kind of what happened in True Romance, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So Caesar, I like it. I like where your head's at with this. <laughs> I, honestly, I was gonna, I was gonna say like I, I wasn't sure why you had paired it with Thelma and Louise, but again, I hadn't seen it in such a long time, so yeah. I thought maybe I, you, I, I figured you know what you're talking about, so that's fine. And then I watched, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, like that makes sense, like because they are both very much in a sense. This is also like a western, but in that other sense, right, uh-huh. where it is very much telling you that it is a western. Where it's just like, where like Thelma and Louise is just very much like subtle. And it's just like, you know, they rob, they rob a convenience store once. And it's like, okay, they're here and there. This one is just like, no, shoot them up, bang, bang. Like, this is what this is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's mobsters, there's guns, there's hookers, there's Elvis. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it's just like being like, this is what, like, this is something, you know? But I mean, at the same time, like those, there's never like anything wrong with like the, those two things. It's just a matter of how you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like how you present the one or the other. Whether yeah. it's a subtle thing, whether and each it's the Scott one, does it different. Yes, and each Scott definitely does them different, and that's what it, that's what's a great thing about this pairing is because it shows that because both of them are westerns. They're the they, they are like road movies as well. Like they're both very much the same thing, but mm-hmm. it's literally brothers like doing it in like these different ways and different messages one maybe has a message i don't know <laughs> i don't know if true romance well, has a message yeah. i really don't know it's take the money you, and run i don't know <laughs> it's just telling you to be cool you know but yes yeah yeah like just chill like get a flat top and a hawaiian yeah. shirt whereas like thumb and louise whatever and, you know Thelma yeah. and louise is like literally focused on like kind of like that feminism that idea of like you know what i mean like like you said or what you were saying earlier like just like uh, like take responsibility for yourself. Like realize yeah. that what the situation that you're in is not always everyone else's fault. Maybe it's yours if you like. Take or you it. can change the situation. You yes, know? you can change the situation, and that's like really, I don't know. That's really interesting to see. Like yeah. they, these are not movies that again that I that I thought would be that you can pair with each other, mm-hmm. but they make sense. Like they absolutely make sense. 
Yeah, so. I think they're like variations on a theme. And the fact that they're like polar opposites as far as like subject matter, like uh, Thelma and Louise is kind of like poking fun at movies like True Romance, you know, like these kind of gender roles and stuff like that. But I think True Romance kind of has that on its mind too. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, I, again, it, it's hard for me to like look deeper in a true true romance than what it is you know what i mean yeah. than like the surface of it yeah so it's hard to like go deeper into it to just be like damn this shit's cool like it's just cool yeah i mean that's yeah. that's like the great thing about tarantino is that you can watch any of his movies and just be like that was fucking cool but i think there's just like so much to pick apart like i i just rewatched his movies like i haven't always been hard up on him like crazy about him but i think now recently when i rewatch his stuff i think it's like a gold mine of this like really interesting like complex stuff and he's just like really really great at character work and so i've been like digging deep into that so i would go hard for him now you know well you heard her you heard it here first folks caesar's hard for (laughs) (laughs) finally (laughs) somebody is for christ's (laughs) sakes we need someone to finally be hard for that man (laughs) no one loves him Uh, they give him no credit for anything no no but i but you know what i'm saying though it's not that i i I completely like dismiss him or anything it's just sort of like you know you you sort of grow out of certain things and stuff like that but again yeah just revisiting this i'm just like yeah like yeah i mean he's he's great He's great. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, um, that's for sure. I mean, I think that's all of our last thoughts, right? Yeah. Like uh, on that, Amando, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Is true romance in? True, definitely true romance is in the collection. Okay. I, we'd be lying to our younger selves if it wasn't. Yeah. Well, I, I think I would be lying to our younger selves and a lot of people if yeah. I said it wasn't because yeah. that would just be like a, you know, like some film like. Like um, oh I I grew out of that you know what I mean yeah. I I just watch fucking Ignar Igmar Bergman. Now, <laughs> I mean fucking... yeah definitely obviously you know your tastes grow as you go I would sure, hope you know sure. and, and like, you want sometimes that to happen you, just, you want that to happen sometimes of you just want to get a cheeseburger for Alabama you know? exactly exactly sometimes you want to just get a cheeseburger for Alabama and that's a perfect way to end it folks yeah. <laughs> uh, Caesar thank you so much for being on the pod again thank you so much for bringing this Perry. It was a great conversation, yeah. and it's going to be a great. Um, it's going to be great when True Romance gets on the, on the. I remember card. the DVD, uh, the special edition DVD when this came out. It was like, yeah. really cool. Like yeah, I but remember. I, I remember really like like I remember when we bought when I bought it. You know, it had their tattoos on the cover. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it somewhere around here, but I think. Caesar, you're right. Uh, Criterion is going to eventually have it. I'm pretty sure we're going to see it because it just makes sense. It it is very much. Because it's like celebrating Tony Scott and Quentin Tarantino. It's like two yeah. birds with one stone. I was yeah. gonna try to think of some like two, two Drexels with one something. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing makes sense. But it's in. Thank you for bringing this, Caesar. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Where can we follow you? Where can we listen to Film Slob? Uh, Where can we find you? Where can we just see you? So we have the first season still up of Film Slob. You can get that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Second season coming soon. Look for that in the summer. Uh, the Instagram for that is Film Slob Pod. If you want my personal Instagram, that's c.r. underscore Gonzalez. It's complicated, but that's personal. Um, <laughs> but go ahead and take a look. Uh, yeah, that's everything. <laughs> take a gander. Take a gander. Yeah. All right, and make sure you guys follow. Just make sure you listen to Film Slob. 
and uh, make sure you uh, follow me at Young Jane Fonda if you want, but just follow at Criterion Cult Pod, at Criterion Cult Instagram, Twitter. It'll come up. We're popular enough now. We're running this shit. Mondo, where can they find you? Yeah, you where can, can they look at you? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Pope, Pope of Chili Town. <laughs> on all the platforms. Oh, fuck. Uh, just kidding. It's still save uh, dot or underscore Mondo on all. Is it things. save dot underscore Mondo or is it <laughs> it's save? A, it's or. <laughs> yeah, save or Mondo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's dot or underscore. I, I think remember. it's underscore. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, who cares? Just join Try the cult. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like and share this episode, and make sure you watch some goddamn films yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just watch more movies <laughs>